Welcome into Honey Hush. Today, we are going to talk about failure and most importantly, how not to get stuck there. Let's figure out how to use our failures or seasons of difficulty and find the tools that we need in those seasons to move past it and to move into an even greater season or month or whatever that looks like for you where you are with a lot of tools for productivity. So super excited to unpack this today. Let's get started. Welcome to Honey Hush, the podcast for up-and-coming and established leaders alike. Every week, we discuss how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you are a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush is for you. Now, here are your Hive hostesses, three Southern businesswomen who know a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees, Lacey, Michelle, and Elizabeth. Hey there. So today we are going to break down how to move past failure. And maybe, you know, you're in sales and you've had a struggle of a month, or maybe you are working on a project and you hit a snag. There are so many ways that as entrepreneurs, we experience failure or experience hard times. And I think it is so important to know how to move past that and how to really gain tools to use going forward from our failures and from times where we felt struggle. And I'm just going to share a personal experience because I think that, you know, specific examples are always really helpful. And I've gotten a lot of feedback that you guys listen to this in the car. And I'm hoping that this is just a quick little trip across town that will get you to where you're going. But when you get there, I hope that you have something to think about as it relates to your last failure or struggle in maybe it's business, maybe it's sales, maybe it's just your entrepreneurial journey towards whatever vision you have in your mind. Maybe it's in leadership. Maybe it's with, you know, a relationship or the people around you who you have influence over. I think that what I'm going to tell you and share with you today can be applied to all of those things. And so I was talking to a very wise friend of mine, and in my job, we have cyclical months, and that's been true for really all the areas that I've worked in before, both in my Pilates studio and in um, sales of different kinds that I've been a part of, and it's no different here. Um, There are months that are incredible with sales, and there are months that are really a struggle, and that's just the nature of retail and of shopping and of people having different needs at different times. And May specifically is one of those months. May was a was a tough month for a lot of people who have a product to offer. You know, in my job at Beauty Counter, our product is actually the solution to a problem. And so thankfully, even on a month where sales might not be as high as they normally would be, our job is still just as important. And the work that we put into it is just the same because the mission behind what we're doing is to educate the people around us and make sure that whether you're buying a product or not, that you know the importance of the safety of the ingredients that are in the products that you use every single day. And so it doesn't change the course of our work when we know that it's going to be a slower month. However, slower months come And how do we deal with that going forward? If it is going to affect our business or if it's going to create change in what we're used to our paycheck being or whatever that's going to look like, we need to be able to look at that month and move on to the subsequent months with tools in our toolbox to make them better. You know, it's the same in the holiday season or 
months later in the year, you have, you know, great months, people are shopping, people are shopping for other people, people um, need extra, you know, need, they need more things than they normally would in a different season of, of the year, but then January hits. And so it's completely different. Whereas those months are not great for gyms, right? People are busy and people don't have time to carve out for themselves an hour each day to go to the gym or maybe to have a, a gym membership. Maybe they're not wanting to pay that extra couple hundred dollars a month at that and during the holidays because they need that money to spend on other things. But then here January comes and it's the best time of the year. So when you experience these high highs or sometimes low lows, how do you use those successes for fuel to continue on using that momentum but, and that's something we can talk about later, but today I want to talk about when you experience those months that are struggles, how do you move on from them? What can we learn from them? And most importantly, how do we not get stuck there? So let's get back to May. May was tough. And what I'm learning about May as a mom is that it is the craziest month of the year for moms. And so if you're in any business of any kind, that your target market is moms of young kids, May is a major struggle. It's every class party. It's wrapping up the school year. It's deciding which camps your kids are going to go to, planning out the summer. Maybe that takes, you know, an Excel spreadsheet just to do that. Maybe it's signing up for daycare or schools for the next year. More falls on a mom's plate in the month of May. Oh, by the way, let's also celebrate you for Mother's Day. Always made me laugh. All that falls on a mother's plate in May. And so that is no secret, or it's no secret to me now, why for my business, May is tough because these moms are busy. They do not have time or they're not thinking about restocking their foundation or trying something new. We're all just truly trying to survive in May. And so knowing that, how do I take that for myself and for the people that I work with around me? How do we move on past that? And I was talking to a wise friend of mine, like I said earlier, and she just encouraged me with really two main points. And the first is to look back at whatever season this is. Maybe we're talking about a month. Maybe we're talking about an event that didn't go well. Remember, as we're sharing these experiences, always inject this into whatever your situation is, because I want to make sure that this is applicable and helpful for you and where you are. But when we look back at this, in this case, it's a month of, of business, what was completely out of our control? Well, for me, a lot of things. I had a really last, a struggle of the last couple of months. I'm expecting our second child now. I don't think I've shared that on the podcast yet. Um, and I have had really, really, really significant, um, terrible, just really intense sickness. Um, the last really three months, I've been pretty much in the bed and like completely not capable of doing much work at all, to be honest. And thankfully, this is a job that I can do from my phone in the bed um, with a bowl beside me, but that's neither here nor there. But truly, my capability of doing things that I normally would do, or the, certainly the way I would normally do them was not possible. In February, in March, in April, and again in May, that was just out of my control. And so we have to be willing to look at the list of things that were completely out of our control and let them go. Another thing that was out of my control was that the majority of my client base, the people who I would normally be helping and working with, they're busy. It's May. They have kids. They are just trying to survive and keep their head above water. And I can't do anything about that. And it's not my job to do anything about that. And so did I do everything I could do that was within my control? Well, we're going to get to that because that's a really important thing to look at. But those are the two major things for me 
that were completely out of my control. And we've got to become really comfortable in letting those things go. Not just like the letting, kind of letting it go where we say, oh, you know, letting that go because I couldn't control it. No, being really confident and saying, you know what, that was out of my control. I couldn't change it and I couldn't fix it. And so we're taking that off the plate. I'm not going to feel guilty about that. I'm going to give myself some grace about that. And we're going to go look at the things that I could control. Now, could I control the way that I still continued to work my business? Yes. And that is, for me, a lot of leadership, a lot of relationships with people around me, a lot of time spent encouraging and strategizing and um, just leading and trying to lead well. Did I do that to the best of my ability? Well, being sick, I didn't do the probably the best job I've ever done, but I did really try to stay connected with the people around me to the best that I could. And I think I think that I did do that. So I can kind of put a check in that column. Then, however, with my clients, with the people who I would normally be doing events for or meeting them for coffee and sharing new things, did I do that really well? I did not. And I didn't do that because I didn't I didn't have the capacity to do it, but also there's so much I could have done in the way of following up with them or checking in on them from my phone. So much that I, I could have done from wherever I was in, in my sickness, whether it was in my house or the bathtub or the bed. Those are the my two um, new kind of natural habitats. Um, I'm coming out of it, thankfully, though. But I could have done a better job with that. And so taking all of this information, the list of things we couldn't control, the list of things we could have controlled or that were within our control, but did we do a good job or not? And so it goes back to the whole panning for gold idea. I need to shake all that out. And all the stuff I couldn't control completely falls through the cracks. We're not worrying about that. But I need to take the things that I did not do very well in the month of May. And those are the things that I need to focus on this month. And so I'm already putting my time and energy into improving upon the things that didn't go well. But it's because I did not do a great job. I didn't do the job that I'm used to doing in some of those areas. And so the the challenging part of this is that we're not always humble enough and willing to look at ourselves under a deep enough microscope to find these things. And so when you're trying to differentiate what all this looks like and how to identify these things, it's so important to have the willingness to see the areas that you didn't do a great job. And that doesn't always feel good. It doesn't always feel good to look at yourself and say, hey, you really could have, you know, you really could have been a whole lot better in this area. But you know what? If we can't see that in ourselves, I bet you there's other people that can see it in us. And this is where I really challenge you to surround yourself with great leaders, with an incredible mentor, find someone in your life who loves you enough to say, hey, I could see improvement here. I know that this was out of your hands. I know that this this part was out of your control, but here's something that you could have done really well at, but you didn't. And here's a way that you can improve upon that. Now, if you're getting criticism from people who really don't have your best interest at heart or don't really, you know, truly love you and care about you and really want the best for you, those aren't the people I'm talking about. I'm not talking about just taking any and every word from any and every one. I'm talking about finding the safe people in your life who love you enough to share the truth with you. And I think that if we can do that, and if we can receive it really well, then I think we'll see that turn into really, really serious improvement in whatever area that we're looking at. So again, maybe it's an event that you planned, it completely bombed, but maybe a torrential downpour or a hurricane came. You can't, you cannot control that, but let's find the things that you could. Let's find the things that were up to you. And how did you perform? Did you do really well? Did you struggle in some areas? And let's take those areas and improve upon them going forward. I promise you, this is going to give you momentum into the next phase, the next month, the next business cycle, whatever next thing you're going into. And I can just tell you that 
I've met this month with a renewed energy, with a renewed outlook and focus on where I'm going and what I'm doing and the time that I am spending on my work and my job and the people around me and the people that I love. And so I hope that that is helpful. I hope that, you know, as you're listening wherever you are, um, I hope that something comes to mind where you can say, this is something that I can totally apply. This is something that I can absolutely improve on next. And it gets our mind out of being stuck in failure. It is so important to be able to see the areas that we need growth and to be able to identify the areas that we didn't perform really well and to really humbly look at ourselves and the type of person we are, the type of leader we are, the the way that we are, you know, interacting with our friends and our people that we're working with and, you know, all the people that we are having influence over. But it's also just as important to take those things and after we've identified those areas that we're struggling, to take them and improve upon them. Getting stuck there doesn't help anyone. Getting stuck in a place where you're frustrated or you're discouraged, no no productivity comes out of that. And we can spend a lot of time and energy stuck there spinning our wheels. And we call that non-income producing activity. (laughs) And I don't mean income just as financial or money. I mean that from just a productivity standpoint. Um, We're not being very productive when we're stuck spinning our wheels in failure. And so I hope that you're encouraged today to find something that you can improve upon. Focus on that. That should be a really simple list that should have helped you simplify all of your, maybe the things that you're frustrated about in whatever your last past negative experience was in business or in leadership and move forward with the momentum of improving upon the things that you know you could do better at or make a major difference in the lives of someone else or in your own business or whatever that looks like for you. So I always love meeting you here. It's such a joy to get to share these things with you and we'll see you next time on Honey Hush. Mm-hmm.